Well, let me say what where he's right is that university councils have autonomy. They do set the fees, and it's correct that they should, and I believe they should continue to set the fees. It would be inappropriate um, for for government to be uh, setting the fees for universities. But, and therefore, the university councils do take responsibility for the fees they set. But where I believe he's completely wrong is about whether the fees are being pushed up for commercial reasons and whether it's to exclude the poor. What the government, where the government funds the universities are public universities. Once upon a time, these universities were funded 80 or 90 percent by government subsidies, and and the rest was a small amount fee. Today, most universities get less than half their money from government subsidies, and that's because the amount that government gives us has gone down. Government asked us to take in more students. We have increased the number of students over the last 10 to 15 years. We have doubled the number of students. But for the last five years, the amount that the budget has gone up has been uh, either less than inflation or just inflation. This year, uh, only 3 or 4%. And so the amount that we get per student has gone down and down. Now, if the government wants us to um, decrease the quality of the education and of the facilities and not to redress those facilities and universities that were historically back and compensate for their historic uh, lack of resources, uh, then we can keep low fees and the universities will deteriorate. This has happened in many other countries. But if you want to ask the universities, on the one hand, to increase their uh, intake, and on the other hand, to at least maintain, if not improve their quality, and certainly for the historically disadvantaged universities, we want them to improve their quality so that you know the redress is critical, then, then um, you have to put up your fees to compensate for the for the lack of government funding. Now, this is. So ex- I think that's why that's why government has to take responsibility for the funding of higher education. And the minister of higher education has admitted. Uh, if you if you have a chance to interview him, and you can just ask him, has the funding of higher education gone down in the last four or five years per student? I believe he will say yes because he said that in other forums. So, so what do you believe the universities themselves can do in order to, uh, if not help government um, more than halfway, to at least then help the students to maintain uh, their studies, to stay in university? Because it has become very commercial um, education in this country. And whether it's by design or default, the situation as it stands right now is that poor students are being excluded. Well, I don't know what you mean by commercial. There's no profit. The universities are public universities, and their accounts and financial statements are open for all to scrutinize. In fact, the public uh, auditor, pub, uh, public accounts, the auditor general, uh, reviews our accounts. So we can, there's no money going elsewhere. It's all going into the system. Certainly some universities have not been run efficiently, and the minister has occasionally, I think in the last two or three years, put five different universities under administration. In other words, he's removed the power of the council because they were not running the universities efficiently and uh, has brought in experts or administrators. And that the universities must take responsibility, those that have been not running efficiently, and it has to be sorted out. But that's not representative of the system. And the vast majority of universities have not been in that situation. But nevertheless, you ask what can the um, universities do? Mm-hmm. They must always be looking at efficiency savings on the one hand, and on the other, they must be looking at other sources of income. And ironically, what you're asking them to do is to become more commercial. Because what you're saying is, don't find people such as international students who, can, who will pay higher fees. And many of our universities have done that. 
um, many universities, on average, universities have between 10 and 15 percent international students, and they charge them higher fees because that is a source of revenue. They run short courses, um, and they do that, which are not to, is not their main mandate to do, but it's a source of income. Um, they uh, academics do consultancy work because in some universities, in order to keep the costs low, the uh, the salaries of academics have been kept down, and they're no longer competitive in the marketplace. And so those academics are now doing consultancy work to supplement their salaries. And the consequence is the time they have for research goes down. They generally have to spend the time teaching that they have, but the time for research goes down. And if you look at the inequality in research output from different universities, um, you'll find that um, it's huge. Uh, and not all universities are meant to do research. They say it should be equal, but it's, been, it's one of the problems. It's a choice the country has to make. If you want to have some world-class universities and, and many good universities, then you have to fund them adequately. You need to recognize the actual marketplace. Academics are very mobile as well, um, and, they, uh, can, and they, can, they, also have, so they also have choices. And if we want to fund research, and because research is critical to innovation in the country and to development, um, that, that it's a choice we can make. We can spend this, universities can spend this, and we can have a lesser quality university. I would say, sorry to just make a final point, I would say that when you look at the different sectors of, of the country, the higher education sector is one of the success stories. It really is. It has grown. Access has more than doubled. It's uh, about 150% up from 1994. The quality of the education has improved. The rankings of many of the universities have improved in global terms. Research output has improved. Patents and innovation has improved. Third stream income generation has improved. And we hold our head up high in the global scene. This is not a sector that we should allow to deteriorate as has happened in some other sectors. Mm. from lack or lack of funding. Uh, Dr. Price, uh, just uh, we deep into news time, but finally, the students are saying 0%. U- UCT, if they uh, can, what, will, how will, what would the impact be on UCT if you stuck to 0%? Well, it all depends on what happens with the meeting of the president, with the president today. We're about to go into that. And um, I don't see how we can do 0% without a, a serious compromise. Obviously, against the 10% increase that we were planning, 0% means like cutting our budget from one year to the next by 10%. That's not just the small efficiency gain here and there. That's a serious compromise in quality and in access because a lot of our money is spent on improving access for poorer students. That access may also be compromised. So that's what we would face. But I really hope, I think that the government, I think the reason we're meeting with the president, I'm hoping is because uh, the president has, and, and the cabinet has also understood that this is a national crisis.